Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. We deal with the spiritual block talk, block talk. This is a block talk. I lean L Bay dropping jewels every day. Block talk, block talk. This is a block talk. Metaphysical. We deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the universe. Wow, I didn't know that. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full Watch your jaw, the crew is watching talk Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders Silly rabbit, knowledge for God No matter where you resign, Mars, Temple of Mars So don't fret or proceed with hesitation Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information Peace Don't need to be a dope boy, my poetry is dope enough Trapping interstellar while my third eye open up See through all the lies that y'all tell it with a straight face Return of the luminous ones Y'all better make way to find a chapter Find a collapse on all you politicians They politic and how to lead a world no pot to piss in The way I think is more deeper in the Grand Canyon I guarantee this black man would be the man standing My premonition matched the old man calendar It's always accurate like a lightweight challenger For all you wicked witches and the wizard of Oz You and that Behind the curtain, yeah, y'all fixing the fall Only a matter of time before shit hit the fan Here's an idiot's guide for you on how to get a man I don't need a bunch of homers to ride or die with me I can call on Hey Ruth to fly the skies with me We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus back to the folk Came back, back for angels, time to bring heaven on earth I was the last golden child that returned to the earth We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus When I'm riding on the city streets, never really miss a beat To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dated box, smooth as I wanna be Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh, dated bad sister latches But cosmic history is more than they can understand it My melanated skin, starburst from the astro I made a dark energy created from black holes No thyself, the only one you can lean on I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on All right, here's Martin Luther King and slave ships but what about the underwater cities and spaceships? My mystical mind, we had a government covering. But if the old man temple fly away like a mothership, where African people wear the rear and they knock it, wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than one through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus, peace back to the Pope. Came back, my angel, time to bring heaven on earth. 
Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, it's all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back in the queens Why don't Boys the same twice appearing back on the scene Everybody gone mad, blame the media outlet The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project Bobo and gender war sucking up to the master Why the whole community going up in disaster We going through the transition and it's all she wrote Put on my hockey gave my Jesus piece back to the folk Came back my angel time to bring heaven on earth I was the last golden child that returned to the earth We going through the transition and it's all she wrote Put on my hockey gave my Jesus piece back to the folk Yeah, I don't know Jack. They can't 
Peace, peace. Back once again with your host, Dr. Alain Bay. First World Order Radio. No doubt we back once again. Today we have a very special show for you. This is dedicated to Dr. Deborah Blair, who just passed on on January the 31st, 2016. Mm. Uh, within this last month, we've lost two great ones. Dr. Francis Quest Wilson, as well as also Dr. Deborah Blair. So the night show is dedicated to Dr. Deborah Blair. But before we get to that, let me bring on my co-host, Brother Fahim L. Are you here, brother? Hey, Ha'ate Washita East, Dr. Aline. Hey, Ha'ate Washita East. How you doing tonight? Doing well, brother. Doing well. I'm sorry to hear about Dr. Blair. Yeah, brother. Yes. I'm first hearing of it. Right, 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 right. Well, it's all over the internet. I was one of the first to post the information as he passed on, like around 8:43 um, that morning. Um, by um, I believe it's by 12 o'clock. We already had some posts up, you know, relating and telling the family, and also send out some emails telling the family that he passed on. So we wanted everybody to know. You know that you know that a great one has left our presence. You know, mm-hmm. metaphysician. You know, in the world. You know, and love within um, our community. You know, our conscious community. You know, so we're going to play a little bit of him tonight, as this is dedicated okay. to him. This is Doctor right, David Blair dropping some of that metaphysical stuff on you. Mm. Over about three thousand six hundred years ago, uh, Egyptians and Sumerians and wise people again, the, 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 the what do you call the what do you call the Zulu people? Everyone that understood that there is a meta side to things, a metaphysical side of things, and a regular side of things. Meta is an above type of, of being. It's a thing that lets you get into the higher consciousness. So they've been talking about an eccentric planet in our system for the longest. It's had many names. Uh, they believe in what they would call, in many cases, the um, we used to call it uh, the planet Phaton, F-A-T-O-N, and that's the theory of a planet that it has an eccentric orbit where it's coming around. Again, then they began to call it Nemesis, and they called it then the Astro Nemesis. Then they began to refer to it as a planet of the crossing. Then Wormwood, and finally now it gets its name back again, Nebiru. Now, there's something else that people should understand, too. And I know when you hear me talk, you say, I'm out the box. I am. But this whole planet is out the box. People are out the box. And they better get into some kind of box that can sustain and protect them right in through now again. Because, you see, there's another planet we have called Chiron. That has nothing to do with this eccentric planet coming around every 3,600 years. This is another planet in our system which they're just discovering or for some reason has hid. And it's just the same way now. It's, you know, one month they got Pluto, another month you don't even use Pluto. This place is crazy because we're finding out, beginning to understand that we've never been told real history. We've never been told the truth. We've been spoon-fed like little babies with a thing to keep us dumbed down, comatose, brainwashed, inoculated, vaccinated, and encrypted. Any two of which you make you useless to an ascending planet because they also put chips in you now. And when you start to get yourself straight, when these chips get through messing you up mentally, physically, and spiritually, you're right back where you started from. And I've done interviews with people down in Tampa Bay, 2,500 people who are TI, technically invaded. The government or something has put some chips in there. They hear voices in their head. Their health is failing. 
all because they took these shots and vaccines or got kidnapped or what do you want to call it, and these things were put in there. Sometimes they're put in at birth. You know, I tell people, be careful of those blank-to-blank shots that they want to give you. When these mothers make these babies in these hospitals, most of them government-controlled, they, they, they put chips in them. They're supposed to give you seven shots. And if the head nurse lets two people escape each year, she's fired or he's fired. Because, again, they want you to be chipped. They want you to be controlled. Once you can understand this, once you can understand that most of the things we've been taught are lies, now you begin to respect metaphysics. Now you begin to respect what I say. And as I've been saying before, all these things are not just becoming. It's just that now they're becoming to me because people are now seeing, hey, something's wrong. There's something dangerous out here. We have 13 major religions, and we have 285 sects. S-E-C-T-S. In other words, these offshoots of what, uh, that have no basic religion, but people still follow. In fact, most of the wars on this planet have been fought over religion. The wars right now happen in Malaysia. Well, I say it's Malaysia because they keep picking on the Malaysians. Happen in Syria. Happen in Dahomey. All over. Same thing again. You got Christians. You got Christians now being crucified. And it's very interesting, too. Because they're crucifying the Christians because they don't believe in Christ. So when you say that, you cannot say planetary. You have to say in whatever religious belief you've chosen to, to steep yourself in. And now you got somebody that's not going to like you because they have a different religion. More for more was fought on religion, then it's for land, then it's for race. Oh, this is what most of the stuff is based on. So I would say the so-called Christ consciousness and Jesus has nothing to do with anything. That's just one religious belief, and it's not the largest religion in the world. The three other religions have more followers than that. It's just that we hear it here in the United States so much that we even dare to even call a religion after the Christ. Well, a God is whoever you take it. When I say about a universal mind and a universal creator, I like to use the phrase, Universal Prime Creator. That's what I call that. Now, some people call God the Universal Prime Creator. To me, we're all gods. Gods and goddesses unaware because we've been incarnate here so long and messed up so long. We've gotten just, we do so much bad we can't get away from our reincarnation simply because we didn't understand that there's no such thing as a good religion because until you can understand that you have a soul and can go directly to your creator, you're going to worship somebody who's going to put an ATM machine on you or going to put some donations on you or going to put some servitude on you or going to put some barren messed up food on you. And this is what we have to understand. We don't need churches. The church and God is the temple of the creator, which means simply our bodies are our temples. We should worship these temples. We should try to protect these temples. We should serve these temples as the temples serve us. Uh, you know, they, they had this human genome project, which they finished up. I think it was about 2004 they finished it. And I shuddered. I said, oh, my God. Okay? But I didn't say, oh, my creator, but that's what I meant. What have they done now? They said we have, what they use it, some kind of crazy figure, 7 trillion cells in our body. And both of these cells now are, are messed up cells because we, we, they mess up our water, our food, our air, everything again. And I say, well, if this is the case, then that means we got seven trillion times to screw up simply because all those cells started with um, a sperm cell and an egg. It formed a zygote and adhered to the uterine wall. And from there it grew which means that if we have seven trillion cells, as they say, I don't know, maybe we do, then that means you have seven trillion cells who you're supposed to be the boss of because you created them. 
you got together with a female, and you created this particular uh, cell, and this cell is now grown. So it means, again, if this is the case, then they should be serving us. Most cases, we lost sight of them when we were born, because, like I say, most of the people were born in hospitals. Well, very few had still, I mean, had uh, what they call virgin births, or very few had births that were not contained in a hospital. It means that automatically you got your babies messed up, because they gave them those seven shots, including hepatitis C. It means with all the genetically modified foods, all the messed up water, all the fluoride they put in the stupid water, and people are brushing their baby's teeth with fluoride and then wondering why their teeth were modeling. All these things come from ignorance. But the ignorance was placed here, first of all, by our captors, these dracons, and that's where you can trace most of these things. And the ones that serve them are called the Illuminati. They're here to keep you dumbed down, comatose, brainwashed, inoculated vaccinated and encrypted and serving their masters who they worship. And, of course, for them, for them, they give them all the money they want. They give them all the land they got. They don't have to worry about taxes. They do everything they want to do because those the gods that they worship are not the ones that you would worship. They worship dracons. Most of them are called short name Illuminati. So that's one, you know, we can kind of get into that even more deep. I want to say some other thing, too, because I've done this so many times. I mean, I, I consider that everybody knows. But the people say, well, you you name some of these religions and stuff and some of these other uh, saviors. Well, it, it, it's so it's fine. You've got in in Japan, you had Zaha, okay? And they had that for a long time. Uh, in China, you had Fuhai. Now, Fuhai and Zaha met that the Chinese and the Japanese had different religions. And people forget this. Back in the 1920s and 30s, the Chinese and the Japanese fought each other like mad. They can't stand each other. They were fighting. They had two different gods. And, of course, they even had two different flags. The, the, the Japanese said that they had the seven rays of consciousness, so they had seven rays in their in their flag. But they used to fight each other. There's a reason they stopped, but there was two there. Scandinavia, they got these redheads and bronze and stuff. They still worship a black man. The guy's name was Tyre, T-Y-R, Tyre. Again, that's where we have to get the word Tyre, but we spell it differently again. In Mexico, they had what they had, Extilton. They had uh, Quetzalcoatl. Uh, they had some nom No, that's a different one. But anyway, all of these were black. These were Negroid-looking, uh, dark-colored people that they worshipped again. Uh, in Siam, you had uh, some Nomnicom. That's the one I always think about because I was getting into a big debate with the guy this Saturday over that. In India, they had Krishna. This is why I tell people that there is no such thing as a native American Indian. Now, when I say that, everybody goes crazy. Oh, you step too far. You don't know what you're talking about. There is no Native American Indian. First of all, there's no places in America. America is a very recent word. Some say by Rigo Vespucio. But one of the old names, the oldest name I can find for this land was in Calia. But the Indians came here from India. Other than that, the Indians had names. Their names were like Caribs and Zuni and Choctaws and Seminoles, it all meant that they were on this land, but they were sometimes indigenous to this land. Everybody thinks everybody had to be brought here from Africa. Black people were here and in Africa and in all these other lands. This is why I say it gets kind of confusing, and religion makes it even more confusing because religion takes it to another step that wasn't even necessary. You know, As I say again, it just goes on and on. And by the way, too, some of these um, names of their gods actually means black. Uh, it actually caused it. For instance, again, the Egyptian, they had, um, what do they call it, 
I know there's one I used to read about the history of China, volume one again. Uh, it was called his name, the name they called him Osiris, the greatest Egyptian god. Osiris means Lord of the Perfect Black. The chief god, again, of the, um, of the uh, what they call his people these, uh, in Italy and so on and so forth again, was Zeus. Then you had another one, Krishna. Krishna was a blue blood god. So it just shows to go here that we've been so subjugated by a, a religion that serves as a as a as a politics because some people's religion is politi- political, and that's we can see the big wars going on now and now and there now with with um, you know in um, oh, Syria and with Israel and with uh, Saudi Arabia. All of these have different gods. So I just simply say, these religions have taken us off the beaten track into the hells that we have here now. This is why this planet is such a hell, because of all these religions, all these wars, all these killings, and all, all these my gods better than your god thing. Um, our planet has been chosen by the universal prime creator who made this planet and made us stay on this planet again. Our planet has a, 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 a much more dimensions than we're taught. And our planet, in many cases, serves at least five basic races, red, yellow, brown, white, and black. But it also serves others who live on this planet. So in 2004, another planet came into our system. Uh, After 2004 and after a while, it began to be that if you were in the United States or really anything uh, above the equator, if you were in the United States, Again, and the sun set, you couldn't even look at it if you're driving uh, west when the sun set in the west because it's so bright because there was two of them. That was the longest. I had the hardest time making people believe that. But now, if you go on the Internet, they got pictures all over the place of the second sun. They got them in Italy. They got them in Europe. They got them in Africa. They got them in Greece. They got them in Germany. They got them in Polynesia. They got them in Hawaii. These second sun is there. Well, now... We got a third sun, and that's where we have to now get into this Nibiru thing and, and getting into this whole thing, because there is a third sun now that is supposed to be seven times larger than we are, than our planet. Of course, if it were shining as it would be, we'd not only be blinded, we'd be scared, stiff, and dwarf. Well, it would begin to show itself starting next year, and it is seven times larger than we are. But that's the sun that we're going to have to use to take us out of this system into a new system. Now, when I went to school, you know, I mean, I've been in school, I was in school for so long, but I've been out so long now. But back when I was going into my, for my degrees and stuff and doctorate and all this stuff, they told me that there was only one son. Well, now, of course, we understand that there are two sons. Now, of course, we must understand that there is another son. And they also told me that we were in the Milky Way galaxy. Now these astronomers and and physicists and astrophysicists and meteorologists are talking about now that, no, we got a new sun, and this new sun is going to take us into the Milky Way galaxy. Well, they lied to me then. Either we were already in it on the fringes or something else and didn't know the name of it, or now they're discovering that we are now going into the thing you said we were on before. Either way, it shows the backwardness of the teaching system, the backwardness of astronomers and, and other lies, better that they tell us. They might be forward, but they make us backward because we're trained. They don't educate us. They train us. 
I tell people again, you don't educate a person that you're going to dominate because that person, about second or third generation, will dominate you. So we've been miseducated. We're just beginning to wake up now that we are miseducated. And if you go up on the Internet now, you see references to, to nemesis and so on like that. Our second planet could be called Wormwood, but I say it's not. It's a planet of its own choosing. Wormwood and nemesis and all is another planet which has an eccentric orbit that comes around about now, and that's what they also. So it gets very confusing when you understand that we've never been taught the truth. So therefore, the truth now sounds like a lie. You have to start coming into prominence about the end of next year. Because by 2000, we're going from kindergarten to grad school, and we must be in grad school by 2016. Because our planet has got a, a limited time for it. Because okay. the sun, this new sun that we have now, is changing vibrations. Because the creator, the universal prime creator, now i got to go back and differentiate, has so degreed that our planet Earth has suffered long enough, has had crazy and beastly people on it for long enough, and now she's going to get a reprieve. She's going from the third dimension into the fifth dimension. And that seemingly has never been done, and when it's done, it's done very seldom in all of our galaxy, in our universe, in our cosmos. But the Earth has been granted that reprieve, which means that we're already now getting into the fourth dimension, uh, that's because you can tell that because people are seeing shadow people out of the corner of their eyes. They're beginning to see things and uh, dark shadows and stuff simply because we're beginning to look into a new dimension. We're beginning to develop psychic sight so we can see into the higher dimensions. In fact, what is very interesting, on the higher dimensions, um, like I say, we're on the third dimension. There's only two dimensions lower than that, and I don't even want to, I don't even want to deal with that. Whatever that is, that's, that's got to be oblivion. But we're now getting to the fourth dimension. As I say, people are seeing shadow people. They're seeing, they're, they're going into astral projection. They're getting into all these kind of things in which they now can become more psychic. They're beginning to see the nimbus, the auroric field. They've always been able to do it, but now it's beginning to happen in mass. So people are waking up. And as we get into that dimension, we're now in the dimension where most of these dracons live. Some of them have made it to the fifth dimension, but very few. Most of them dwell specifically on the fourth dimension. Well, that's why now people are seeing shadow people. They're seeing these dracons and stuff. They're seeing these guardians like Yetes and Sasquatch that guard the inner world where these people live. So everything is coming out. It's just that it's now coming out in almost like a lexicon or a, a mass puzzle. You've got to take the pieces and put the pieces into the proper fit to get the proper puzzle. Most people haven't even got to square one, and those that have now are the ones that are waking up to metaphysics, beginning to church, beginning to try and find out what they do when they come out of their bodies at night, astral travel, and remote viewing. These are the people that are waking up, and they're the ones, of course, that want to get faster in vibration, so they've got to give up genetically modified food, because all that slows them down, and all they do is get caught up in these, these, these astral hells and going through these dimensions and getting caught up, you know, this is a thing. So that's the difference between those that are trying to clean up their act and vibrate faster versus those ignorant ones who are still eating the hamburgers 15 for a penny. For instance, they have the step pyramids down at Tiwanaku, down at Chocola. And these are step pyramids. That's the one these winged creatures used to come down on in their big airplanes, and they land them up and then walk down these big gangplanks and all. That's why the treads and rises on those things are so broad. They're not for people. They're for huge people. They're for, they're for aliens, if you want to call it that. 
So at any rate, the references were to it. We are, we are under control. These creatures have been here. They are still in here. And as we get closer to going into the real Milky Way galaxy, uh, that's another thing too. These meteorologists, these astronomers, these astrophysicists are telling you that the um, Milky Way galaxy has a Oort cloud. That's O-O-R-T cloud. An Oort cloud turns out to be seven, um, dark matter. And 75% of this Milky Way galaxy in the center of it is dark matter. And this is why they now even say that dark matter precedes light, that the light comes from dark matter. And this is where they say, well, now you're racist. No, I'm racial. Racists have been against most black people for the longest because they envy the dark matter. And that's what we have. That's where you start talking about melanin and the pineal gland. That's where you start talking about the Oort cloud. And it's interesting, too, because the reason why they call it the Milky Way galaxy, and I think most people know that, is because there's so many suns in there in the Milky Way galaxy that it looks like almost like droplets of milk, that if you just pour it, it just like a Milky Way, a whole path of that. Well, if they're suns, that means in many cases they're going to be planets around them. So now you've got a real conundrum. What is so huge to be able to have trillions of suns and 2,000 and so suns and then still have planets around it? That means space is highly occupied, Space is highly dense. There's got to be other life forms on that if you got that much going, because it's just insane to think that all this was made for people who don't even know it's there who would never wake up. No, we got to wake up quickly, and we got to begin to face the fact that we're nothing. We're little, we're little mitochondria, and this planet we are is nothing but a cell. But for right now, it's going to be a big cell, and we can still address it as that cell with a sun and so on like that. They talk about black holes. They talk about uh, dark mat, dark uh, dark matter. Um, the original creation is all darkness. That's why there's more darkness than light because the light has come from the darkness. And you, you heard this term, you know, let there be light. And we spoke, and there was light. Uh, all this stuff. But if you remember, like Moses and stuff, Moses supposedly was uh, was black, but he stuck his hand in that, and brought out, and it was white. Blackness is everywhere, and that is dark matter. That is black holes. That is, from the darkness, everything has been. So there's got to be more darkness in space than there can ever be light because it's the light that came from the darkness, not the darkness that came from the light. When you look at that, then you have to start getting to our central vortex. You have to start talking about, well, what is the cosmos? Then you have to start asking, well, what is the universe? Then you have to start asking, well, what is the nebulae? Then you have to start asking, what is a constellation? Then you have to start asking, what is a solar system? And then from that, we've got to get into because within all of that, like on Earth, you got three different things here. you got this place used to be called Terrestris. So now we have people inside the Earth. This is when they start about Richard Byrd and all these other things, Dr. Henson, Matthew Henson. Well, dark matter is simply uh, Terrestris. Terrestris is people who live inside the planet. Terrestrial is those who live on the planet. So you got interterrestrials, then you got extraterrestrials. Those are the ones that live in the sky, like the leprechauns and the fairies and stuff like this. This place is as complicated as you want to make it. It's as simple as you want to take it. It's a matter of how much research can you take, how much can you expand your consciousness, and how much truth can you. Take. 
Well, there's an old phrase, so is in the microcosm, so is in the macrocosm. So is in the smallest of my work, so is in the largest of my work. That's why I always use that phrase again, there's no truth to you decide what truth is, because based on your consciousness, that's what you get. If you're a dummy and you can't wake up, you stay dumb and can't wake up, because you won't wake up. But the signs are always there. Every night we die. Think about that. Every night we die. If you, as if you're nocturnal. If you die on it, you have to sleep in the daytime. Every time you go to sleep, you come out of your body and you die. The heart rate usually slows down unless you're having a wild dream. Your respiration, everything goes down. And you come out of your body. We have to come out of our body because we're not the body. We are souls in a body. We use the body. Once you can understand like any utensil you're using the body, now you know you got to come out of it. Now the thing is, some people use it better than others. Some cooks are better than others. Some people use more spices and things. They have a variety of food. So it's according. If you're a dummy, then you come out of your body and you sleep because you're taking drugs and pharmaceuticals. And most pharmaceuticals, all pharmaceuticals are drugs. So you don't know what you're doing. Why? Because nobody taught you. Because they didn't teach you that you have a soul. If you did, they didn't tell you your soul came out of your body. They didn't tell you that you were of the body and not of, uh, and not in the in the body but of the body. That's why now they're talking about the matrix and Sylvia Short and all this because the matrix tried to show you we're in a matrix, we're in a hologram, we're in a fairy tale. And once you wake up to that, then you can come out of that, create your own matrix, create your own reality. But most of us now, we're still busy worshiping the body. We don't understand that the body is just a small utensil and we will lose it eventually. And unless you understand how to make another body or reincarnate, you will cease to exist. It's very important to wake up at this time. If you don't wake up at this time, you're never going to wake up. I am a definite affirmating that there's many races in space. How many? That's debatable. But it means, again, that if you can believe that there are races in space, then these races have got to originate somewhere. And they originate, in many cases, on planets. In some cases, they originate on moons that orbit planets such as like when you get in Jupiter and Saturn, because they're not, they're gaseous. The life forms in them are very high dimensional. So most of the other life forms live on the moons that orbit those planets. So when they say there's a people from Saturn and Jupiter, they don't really mean Saturn and Jupiter. They mean one of Jupiter's 12 moons, or one of Saturn's 13 moons, or 14 moons, I think they boosted it to now. Or one of Mars's two moons. Uh, you know, this is why I say, again, you have to start from scratch, because most of us have been miseducated, and the most of us are really terrible. The ones that have been the most miseducated think that they're educated. They're not. They're trained. They're trained to hold a job. They're trained to believe conceptions that are not even true. And then they're reinforced by the church, which tells them what there is only one, one God, one Jesus, and all this kind of stuff. So that's ignorance now. To believe in that is not to believe in metaphysics. To not believe in the metaphysics is to never find truth. I believe more in the metaphysical books than I ever have any of the biblical books, even though many of those biblical books and stuff have many chapters to them, and many of those things are already uh, in metaphors. If you could just understand the metaphor, what we take for truth and solidity is metaphor and, and, and metaphysical. Well, how can I say? In my father's house, there are many mansions. That's an indirect quote. Um, in some of the biblical texts, again, there's a passage, I think it's near Ephesus or something like that, and it came to pass that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, and they were fair, and they went and they chose of them who they would, and they went unto them, and unto them were born mighty men, 
and there were giants in the earth, so on and so forth again. But we've had these different races that live out here on these other planets that have come from time to time to this particular planet. And we confuse those with gods. We confuse those with old wives and old, and old husbands' tales. But it's not. These are the truths about a his story. And, of course, his story is the one that they started back in uh, about 1980, what is it, 1895, 2000, University of Chicago with John David Rockefeller, so Flanders Petrie, where they started all this new teaching. Nobody even knew what they were talking about, so they had to train you. In order to get sabbatical and tenure, you had to learn this new history and go out and teach it. Then they hid all the books in the, in the libraries, in the basements, and, stuff, and studied. It's the same thing again. Once you expand your consciousness, everything I'm saying will remain true, because as an old soul, you knew these things. But we have to keep coming back into the fleshly body to prove that we knew these things. Well, this is our last time, our last two years, for coming back into the fleshly body to do it. Now, the fleshly body will be, it will no longer exist on the fifth dimension. This is why now languages will change. Uh, you know, we got a confused another thing, too, because of all these languages that we had. And, of course, we call it the Tower of Babel. Babylon and Babel means to babble. Uh, when you into the fifth dimension, they don't use words. They use thoughts, and they read your mind. And this is what we all do is we get older or we get near death, we can begin to read people's minds because the words consist. That's why they made so many words. But the thoughts are there. So if you understand the thoughts, doesn't matter what the person is saying with words, you already know what they're thinking. This is when you become God. This is when you become higher dimensions just simply because you're just beginning to use some, just beginning to use some of the powers you're supposed to have the energies we're supposed to have, but because of these dracons, because of misguiding, misteaching, we don't use any of them. All right, all right. So you heard Dr. Debbie Blair, and you heard a collection, a summary of some of the greatness on which that he presented to us on planet Earth. Yeah. Um, we're going to bring on our special guest tonight, Brother Tahaka El Bay. Are you here, brother? Islam, my brother, I'm in. What's going on? Islam, Islam, how you doing tonight, brother? Hey, I'm doing just fine, man. I was uh, listening to uh, Dr. Delbert Blair, and he's absolutely correct with everything he said. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt about that, you know. Um that's that's one of the great ones. I mean, one of the top metaphysicians, as well as um, he's told me several stories about, you know, how they, you know, try to poison him and, you know, and, you know, um, his wife woke him up one night and he had a, a red light on the back of his head and, you mm. know, all types of things. And, you know, I know, you know, whenever you do some research, or would you have talked to Dr. Deborah Blair? You know, he was an actual engineer by trade. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where oh, yeah. he got his degree in. Um, he was also, as we heard, a research scientist, um, a metaphysical uh, or a teacher, and a historian of the highest level. For 30 years, you know, he was the director of the medicine in Chicago. You know, essentially since like 1973, and has you know, lectured over like in over two hundred forms on various subjects. As you just heard, most of those subjects, facts and myths about twenty twelve and UFOs, the gods and 
man connection through the 18th dynasty of Egypt, um, the face of the black woman on Mars, the two, now three sons, radiation and hospital cells from hell, the danger from cell phones, another um, energy vampires, ELS, um, ELS um, which is electrical, um, low-frequency waves, um, sexual energy dangers, the dangers of driving cars, and other um, modes of transportation, the melanin wars, you know, the um, the womb, man, and why we should avoid um, vaccinations and return of the black cosmic forces, the applied science of meditation, and we can go on and on and on and on, um, you know, about Dr. David So, you know, we want to definitely dedicate a portion of this show tonight um, to him, um, as well as also get into... You know, you, brother, um, Tahaka, and, you know, I know I'm going to get ready to play your commercial right quick, so hold on. Okay. Yeah, let's get to that. One more time. Our foreclosure killer package not only comes along with the necessary documents that you need, but also your very own personal coach to walk you through the process of saving your home. If you've been foreclosed on already, or if you've received documents stating that you'll be foreclosed on, or if you're already in the court fighting a foreclosure, contact Tahaka Amana L. Bay, 904-303-9061. Also visit our website at www.newdebtelimination.com. Stop foreclosure on your property. Let's stop this unlawful practice. Contact me, 904-303-9061, before 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace. All right. So um, I guess we'll start there, Brother Tahaka, on um, the foreclosures, which you, um, you know, want the audience to know about that. And um, like you said, you know, whether it's, you know, if it's just the beginning of the foreclosure, if it's already in the court system, you know, you can help. You know, um, tell us about that. Okay, well, uh, first thing uh, that we have to understand is we have to ask ourselves a question. Okay. Who are they trying to foreclose against? If you in the court, who are they fighting against? If they have already foreclosed on you, who did they foreclose against? It goes hmm. back to the same thing that I've been preaching until I'm blue in the face. Um, the United States is a corporation. And the only thing that a corporation can do business with is another corporation. We're going to say um, that we have Walmart. Okay, Walmart's a corporation. But me and you walk into Walmart. We spend our money in Walmart. But when Walmart gets ready to uh, do any books and report anything to the IRS, everything that we gave them in the form of uh, fiat currency or credit or whatever, is transformed in the name of 
corporate fictions. Hmm. We still got people who believe that uh, part of the United States is a country. It, they filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 1933. If we look up everything about a corporation and bankruptcy, we've come up with one thing. They filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. They issued House Joint Resolution 192. The only business they can do is with another corporation. So the sheriff, the police department, the light company, the gas company, the student loan people, the mortgage company, the the, the everybody. Corporation. Okay. So if we understand that, then we do a little research and we find out, okay, you're doing business with a corporation. Everything that comes in my house in the form of a bill, my driver's license, my social security card, if I'm working on a job, my paycheck, if I open up a big bank account, the bank document, it, it doesn't matter. All is addressed to the fiction. Those are the rules of the game. So, therefore, and thus, if we understand that, then we do a little more investigation. We say, well, what if I control the corporation? I done been to the cemetery. I see all the gravestones in the cemetery. They all address to a corporation. You know, I, I'm I'm a living man. I die. And there's a gravestone there. There's all capital letters. Same stuff. It ain't hard to figure out. Sure, indeed. Okay. So that was that's what's going on. So it behooves us the first thing to do, take control of the corporation. Now, you did mention mortgage. Now, mortgage is not but we have to be careful and we have to make sure that we wring that rag out. And get all the water out of it. We don't just want to just throw that on the top and we got the mortgage and we got to pay that in the moment. So much stuff going on. First of all, they committed an act of fraud. Second of all, you had every opportunity to pay the mortgage off at maturity. If you got a 30 year mortgage, you know, wait 30 years to pay it off. But we have all these other scoundrels faking the move, bamboozling, hoodwink, all this right here on people who don't know no better, and they lose their homes. What was that? That's exactly what's happening, That's exactly what's happening Brother Tarkin. You're you speaking truth. Now, we got a situation down here. It's classic. I already I don't have a mom. Got rid of that. and not done that. But we do have a sister down here. And I told the sister, I said, sister, 
I said, look, the first time I told her about all this, she was like, I don't know nothing about no Moors. I'm not a Moor. I said, this ain't got nothing to do with her. I don't want to hear no like I'm not a Moor. Oh, 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 oh. Hold it a minute. I said, Liz, you, tell me, you call me over here about your mortgage. That's why I'm here. It doesn't have anything to do with my nationality. It has everything to do with you in commerce. Let's deal with that. So we set up. We beat them. I turned my back. I went on back to the house and everything. Then she comes back to me. Well, I, they say what you said. I said, did you do the same? Well, no, I just sit down. I said, no, 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 no. Now we got to start over and do it again. I said, because you already put them and done it. So this time, when I talked to her, she said, you know what? I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do what you told me to do. And so now we did it. When she when she realized that, you know what? This is not only fantastic, but it's fun, too. I say, okay. So now she said, well, I, if I can do this, I I want to get them. I, I need them to. They they, they got to pay me for this. I said, yes, they do. I said, how much you want? Well, they give me $10,000. I said, no, that's not enough. I said, let's, let's ask for $500,000. She said, oh, who? She said, I can do that. I said, yeah, you can do that. So that's what's on the table right now. It already came to me. So we just sitting waiting on that right there. And that's what we've been doing out here. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, really, the only thing she really had to do was just look at, you know, um, the United States Corporation, like you stated previously, and the various court cases in which that states that not only is it a corporation, but um, how these artificial entities, uh, artificial corporations, can interact with natural persons. You know, so, I mean, even the Black Lives Dictionary speaks about that within the fourth edition, that there's a difference between artificial person and natural person. As an artificial mm-hmm. person is opposite, you know, or contradicts, you know, that which you know, is natural, you know. So right there we know that there has to be a conflict in which there has to be resolved in some shape, form, or fashion. Well, you're absolutely correct. And where the problem comes in at is the people uh, that you're trying to help, they don't really understand the magnitude of what you just said. This Mm -hmm. is real. It is real. It's exact. If you understand that and you really understand it and understand it, you got it. That's what you deal with. If you, if, 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 okay, they say that uh, the Supreme Court says, well, uh, everybody got a freedom of right to travel, Uh, and then driver license, registration, speeding is not. An arrestable or ticketable offense. Registration, insurance, none of that. That's what they say. But right. Right. we have these 
people riding around in these police cars, robbing the people, extracting revenue from the people because they know that their people have not come to the full conclusion of understanding and knowing without any shadow of a doubt to the point of doing something about it. Right. Right. They always say it's nothing every game you can do got about a rule. Yeah, every game got a rule. If it, if, it, if we're playing football, we we know the uh, tight end he, he goes over to check down the, the uh, uh, split end flanker. Uh, we we got a, a, a line in the fall back to stop the running back and all. These are the rules of that game. Every game has rules. So why is it? That we understand the football game, we understand the baseball game, we understand the basketball game. When it comes to the, rule, the law game, oh, we got to we got to. Right, but then at the same time, but the doctors say that um, that life is but a game. You know, well, if that's the case, then you better learn the rules, right? Right. <laughs> if you understand the rules of the game, see, you can't. Play checkers and win unless you know the rules of the game called checkers. You definitely can't play chess and win nothing until you learn the rules of the game. Right. And see, we don't know United States Supreme Court case laws, and we should give us the ability to um, guarantee what is stated within the Constitution, which is life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Um, coming directly from the Declaration of Independence, because that's part of the Constitution. It's for Constitution. People don't even know that. You know, the Articles of Confederation, Articles of Association, Declaration of Independence, as well as also, you know, the United States Constitution, or previously as it was the Constitution for the United States. Um, you know, when they look at the laws, I mean, Winville versus Fielder. I mean, it specifically mm-hmm. states that no license is required of the natural individual traveling for personal business, pleasure, or transportation. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago coach uh, versus, I think, the city of Chicago. It states that travel is not a, uh, a privilege requiring license, vehicle registration, or force insurance. So, like you said, they're doing nothing but extorting monies from those who don't know and don't want to fight back. But, yet, yeah, they'll get out yeah. of Black Lives, Black Lives Matter which is being funded by them, George Soros, you know, a billionaire, you know, and you got to wonder why the uh, so-called um, um, Flint, Michigan, which is over 70% so-called black, you know, uh, why, uh-huh. you know, the Black Lives Matter ain't saying shit about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let, 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 me, let, me, let me straighten that out. First of all, uh, the statement that you made uh, – uh, about Black Lives Matter, the answer to that is absolutely no, because everybody on the planet have a nationality. Right. All nationalities are associated with a landmass. If we have Chinese people, there's a land called China. If we have Cuban people, there's a land called Cuba. If we have Australian People, there's a land called Australia. It goes on and on and on. But exactly. if you ask me, do black lives matter, the answer has to be no, because there's no such thing as black people. No. Now, if you say 
does Moorish lives matter? Mission control, we have a problem. Of course, because we have evidence to prove beyond any shadow of a doubt there cannot be Indians in America and Indians on the land called India that's associated with a landmass called India. We have been victims of brains. There is no such place as New York City. There's no such place as Florida. There's no such place as Alabama, Mississippi, Detroit, Chicago, and on and on and on. We have bought into somebody else, Brandon Sesson. What was the name of it before immigrants came here, stole it, put it on it, moved on it, killed it, lived it, and then called it something else? It don't exist. We're going to have to get some things right, and then we can start going on to the next thing. So the answer to, does black lives matter? The answer is absolutely not, because there's no such thing as black people. White exactly. people either. Exactly. Absolutely correct on that. Anything else you want to say about that, Brother L? Yes, he's absolutely correct on that. Uh, yes, uh, black matters do not matter. No, uh, uh, African American lives do not matter either. So there's no such That's people correct. as African Americans. People of color do not matter because there's no such people as people of color. These people are not any part of the human family. Therefore, they do not exist. Wait, wait no, let, let us understand. Yeah. Let, let us explain what we're saying here because the people are going to get mad at you, Brother Al, for saying what you're saying, as well as you too, Brother Tahaka. So That's all right. <laughs> Over at the phone line, let him in. So, 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 so let, us, let us explain to the audience that we're talking about colorable law, which is only under artificial person status or for example, if you read the um, the United States Supreme Court case law of Ten Holland versus Dow Administrator, it states that in as much as every government is an artificial person, an abstraction or a creature of the mind only, a government can interfere only with other artificial persons. So hence the reason why they have to turn you into an artificial person to make you this label or status of colored, black, Negro, African American, American, et cetera, et cetera. It's a it's it's imaginary, having neither actuality nor substance. And it's foreclosed for creating and obtaining pariti with tangible. Right? That's what it's talking about. Tangibility. And you can't get tangible things as an artificial structure or construct. So here you are going into court. And as soon as they see you, they already is under the presumption that you are a Negro, black, or colored. So hence they can begin to start to adjudicate. But this is why you sent into the court proceedings prior to you going certified mail return receipt a special appearance or what is called a restricted appearance of notice, saying that, look, I'm only coming because... You have guns, however, I'm going to be under, I'm, I will come, but under threat, arrest, and coercion. 
I'm not a 14th Amendment citizen because it was never fully ratified, and I'm not. And based on the Dred Scott case, I'm not a U.S. citizen, nor will I ever be. So you, the court, this individual over here who claimed to be a district attorney, posing as the state, posing as the people, you know, he, he got a lot of different titles over here, but really he's inadmissible because based on the rules of evidence, the only person who can actually talk on behalf of someone who did something is the individual who was there who seen it. It has to be eyewitnesses. Anybody else in a court of law is supposed to be inadmissible. That means there's nothing on which that a district attorney should be saying on behalf of anybody because they were not even there for eyewitness account. So this is the foolishness, as Brother Tahaka is talking about, that's ridiculous, and which that is taking place. And we allow for this to keep happening. But then when we go to court and we damn shut down the court, the morals are wrong. You know, uh, we're just supposed to be standing on the corner saying black power or some shit. You know? <laughs> no, that's not the way it's supposed right. to be going. <laughs> All right, well, I'll you tell you what. You must be in these individual behinds in front of them, in their face, shutting them down so that they know that the damn gig is up and the fraud is over. No more games. Well, let's let's look at it this way. Usually, I do this forward going to the end. But this time, we're going to start with the end going back forward. When you die... You go to the coroner. Now, what the coroner has to do is he going to do an examination, declare you dead, and all that right there, do the autopsy and all that, you know, and then we're going to go to the cemetery. What the coroner is going to do on record, for the record on paper, is perform a bodily attachment. He's going to take the living man who has died. He got the body, and he's going to pronounce you dead. It's up to the other people to bury you. Once they bury you, they're going to put a grave. It's in all capital letters. Now, before you go to the coroner, you have already been labeled as something called a corporation all your life. Before that, when you were born, you were labeled as a corporation. We're going from 10 to 1. We ain't going from 1 to 10. We're going from 10 to 1 in reverse. Okay. Now, the problem has been... The fact that you were under the impression that the United States of America was a country. The only thing that a corporation can do business with, according to the rules, is another corporation. So when you were born, we have to make you a corporation. You get sick, you're a corporation. You die, you're a corporation. You get buried, you're a corporation. So... What we have to do is figure out how to derail this train from cradle to grave. Do you agree? Hell yes. 
All right. Go over to YouTube and type in claim the name before they do. Get that done. All right, right, everyone. Y'all heard that? Claim the name. YouTube. Claim the name. Claim the name before they do. That's that's a start. Come on, brother Ali. Train moving. Let's roll. Right. Well, well, I I just wanted to say that um, we're using the United States Supreme Court case laws or the Constitution, not because Mm -hmm. we're under it, because we're not, but because if we have to go to their court system, these kangaroo courts, we have to use something in order to bash them in the head with and. What else could it be, being that they took their oath to the Constitution, and based on Article 6 of the Constitution, it states that uh, the Constitution, its laws, which you're talking about, the Supreme Court case laws or decisions, as well as the treaty law or the supreme law of the land. So we use that to beat them in the head with their own laws so that they can uphold their oath. We haven't taken the oath. We don't have they ain't got no damn court. They ain't got right. no damn court. No judges either. But you know what I mean. Uh, uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're, 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 that's why I say kangaroo court or whatever you want to refer to mm-hmm. it as. Their administrative bankruptcy process. Mm-hmm. Let's say it like that. Okay. okay. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Now, uh, you, you're absolutely right. First of all, they, uh, you're correct. They, they don't have no court. They don't have no judges. These are administrative offices and administrative employees. And, but they're tricky. It's just a game. We know about the running break. We know about the tight end. We know about the touchdown. We know about the field goal. But we need to know about short-circuiting the man and woman and the living and the dead. Because when you deal with that, you're talking about the living and the dead. Anytime you go in there for any reason whatsoever, you have to let them know, look, I'm here on special appearance. I ain't dead. I'm living. You're looking straight at me. Now, let's go forward. That's right. Um, we got a commercial coming up. Hold on, Brother Tahaka. Let's get this in right quick. I'm going to play yours again and out. Warning. You have entered the realms of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat.
So tune in or lose, friend. All strategies apply mathematically. The information he drop is real powerful. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew with watch the talk. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for God. No matter where you resign, large temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to blog talk to get the information. Peace. Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted.
can um what what can they do in order to help with um combating that fraud or which that is being perpetrated against them? As well as also garnishment. Also garnishment. Let's let's talk about that too in the same mix. Well, that's 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 easy one. We been we do that all the time. Um I had a brother, uh he was a truck driver. And you know how to do if you don't pay child support, uh, we gonna suspend life and he had children from two different women. And uh he called me, me and him with the work, we put it together and put it down on there, they sent him a letter say, ah, okay, you ain't gotta pay no child support no more. Uh your license is being reinstated. Uh, I said, Okay, he called me and uh, I said, Okay, well you straight. I said, Go down there to the D M V and get your license. He said, I'm gonna call you when I get to the D M V. I said, Okay. So he go to the DMV to call me back. He said, don't give me my license. I said, what do you mean? I said, you sure did it. Yeah, there was an agreement with everything. I said, what's the problem? He said, I didn't tell you that uh, I had a baby from another woman. I said, why you didn't tell me that? We could have got it all and said, well, I was saving. I said, you don't save no crap with the devil. I said, you get him right all the way across the board. Well, I'm going to go back and get it myself. <laughs> so uh, it's the same thing. The only thing that they can do business with or prosecute or do anything with is their business. If you understand what I'm telling you. So the problem has been we have either been agreeing to be dead or have not dealt with anything about somebody declaring we were dead. It's as simple as that. They can't do that with no man or no woman. When a man come in there, a woman come in there, it's over. All you got to do is be a man and a woman all the way across the board. That's it. That's out. Those are the rules of this particular game. You don't have to take my word for it. Go over there to YouTube and type in Carl Lynn. His mama was an was a IRS agent. You'll hear the story. And she was down in the end and the IRS said, you owe $30,000, you told her, look, I, I came here to pay you. I just need you to sign this right here saying that I owe you. So put, your, put, your, put your name on it and sign it and so I can pay you. You say, I can't do that. Because he lived, he ain't dead. Okay, that's the way it goes. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, and that correlates to, I mean, even in the um, court case, uh, Cheryl versus Cullings, uh, it states basically that for there to be a crime, there must be an injured party, you know, and that's okay. the rule, in, you know, in, in all the cases across the bat. I mean, show the injured party, you know. Um, if there's no injured party, then there's no crime that's been committed. Why are we even here? You know what? What uh, is this? Is this equity? Is this right? Is this equity? Is no, this that, that, that's or court? Mm-hmm. No. What is, what has happened is uh, when they when they start, nobody jumps up and says, "Look, I ain't dead. I'm alive." So therefore, right. they are able to proceed and get in down and all right. the mucky them up. Right. So, so you, so, so, 
you know, how would they come back in in in, in the power of being able to control that situation? Um, we know nowadays that, you know, individuals would probably need to learn how to do it in a state letter or what is called an executor, executrice letter. Um, what you recommend on that, Brother Tucker? Well, the estate letter and the executrix letter is fantastic, but it still boils down yeah. to one bottom line scenario. The United States is a corporation. Only thing that a corporation can do business with or deal with is another corpse. So once we get that straight, now we are ready for the muckadimuck. If you if you got an estate letter, what what I recommend? Let's let's take a look at the mortgage thing, Quim. All right, now we sent you over to claim the name before they do. All right, so we get that right. Okay. Once we get that right, we slap it on top of everything we're going in. But we do not want them to say, uh, we go, well, uh, 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 Mr. Lean, uh, you can have your house. You, you know, you ain't got to pay no mortgage no more. That's not what we want. What about my time? What about fraud? What about damages? I need to see. Don't mess with the money. Get the money straight. Get it first. Okay, whatever they done. So we're dealing, we're dealing with the living in the dead. We get that right, and then we go deal with the damages on the top, off the cuff. Anytime you deal with them in the mail, it's a matter of the living in the dead. If the electric company send you a bill, they are dealing with the living and the dead. If the mortgage company sends you something about a mortgage, they are dealing with the living and the dead. If the gas company sends you something, they're dealing with the living and the dead. We got to straighten that out before we even begin. You're right. Right, so if that's the first thing they um, get, what, what type of letters would they write then to these particular um, agencies or corporations to let them know that they're dealing with a um, living flesh and blood sentient being as compared uh, uh, to a someone who's simply small tooth or, um, you know, uh, you know, in that in that you know particular manner. All right, well, the first thing that I did, uh, when I did mine, because I don't have no mortgage, uh, the first thing I did, they sent me a letter when I found out. They sent me a letter addressed to their people, and uh, I got the letter, and uh, I sent them a letter back. I, I said, uh, excuse me, because you need to be polite. And uh, I say it seemed to be a problem. You have addressed me. As a dead man, now you and I both went to school in third grade grammar. It's me and you. The difference between a proper noun and an improper noun. It appears that your office may have made a mistake. But if you would be so kind as to address me as a living man in upper and lowercase letters, and we went through that about two or three times, and then after that, then I send the affidavit. And when I sent that to them, they throw their hands up in the air, 
and uh, they told the lawyers they was fired, and they say, well, we can't, uh, it's over. That was the end. And they contacted me, sent me a letter, and uh, then they sent it over to the county recorder's office, and then they sent that back to me and say, you 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 stay in the property. You you don't own nothing. You just your one. You that's the end. It's just a matter of dealing with the living and the dead. And this goes all the way. When you get arrested, uh, police are not arresting you. They're performing the bodily attachment, the living and the dead. So if we understand that, we don't have to get excited. All we got to do is uh, turn it around, and then we can get creative. I had to. I run tests to make sure this thing was all right. I even went out and become arrested on purpose. And uh, when they, when they got me down there, uh, they made sure that they didn't give me nothing that with the word black on it. And it, this was amazing because I was supposed Five hundred million dollars. If you say black, I will crucify you. And they didn't do it, so they. <laughs> so I said, okay, I've been out here long enough. I'm gonna leave, and so I left. And uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I go. You know, a scientist does not uh, declare anything until he have done the experiments and come to a conclusion, and then he presents it to the world. Interesting info. That's what they need to hear. Because the fact is, is that many are scared to, they, they put it this way, they straddle the fence between um, negritude, uh, negritum, and Moorish uh, uh, nationality. You know, um, uh-huh. you know, should we uh, be negro for today or Moorish for tomorrow? You know, type of thing. So, you know, the thing is, is that um, we're still learning. Information is uh-huh. coming. Um, we're still putting processes and procedures um, together. Uh, what works, what doesn't work, you know, what is more efficient, you know, and that's what we're supposed to be doing because it's not as if the Albion is going to sit us down and just say, look, let me show you the keys on how to take over this country. <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. we know that this is eventually going to happen, is us coming back in control of the country because of the fact that uh, Prophet Nobudrali already prophesied it, as well as also been biblically prophesied. Um, so mm-hmm. we know that these things um, will, um, will um, occur um, here pretty soon, as a matter of fact. And, you know, we can say that, you know, um, Obama, in a sense, could be a sign of that, you know. Um, I mean, what's your take on that, um, Brother Tucker? Well, um, my take on that is, uh, first of all, uh, we're going to have to start understanding uh, uh, individualism. There, uh, we look at baseball. Uh, baseball is a group activity. Football and basketball is a group activity. Uh, but when a man steps up to the plate, it's time for individual achievement. So what he's going to have to do is make sure that he's ready. Now, when it comes to dealing with the society that we live in, 
it is a corporate situation. So that means that your nationality should be key. But when you step up to the plate, their rules and regulations governing what's about to happen. Strike one, strike two, strike three. Boom. Boom. All that's on individual achievement. It doesn't have anything to do with your nationality. So we have two different things going on inside the United States. We have a commerce game. Then we have a nation of people who are trying to be recognized as a nation of people. But you cannot mix oil with water. Take your nationality and align that with the people. Because when we start dealing with nationality and what's rightfully ours to have and what's going to be, we have to do that as a team. But individually, you're going to have to master the game of commerce. When you master the game of commerce, you have success there. Then you're all right. You can't, you see, uh, uh, you know, I, you don't go in there and say, well, look, I'm a moron. And, and y'all owe me this here and I, this here. No, 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 no. Where is your government? Where is your military? Where, where? So put that back over there with the ticket. And then come back, take his stick, the stick he got, hit him in the head with his stick because he, he recognizes that stick. When you hit it with that stick, you go, okay, yeah, we, okay. I understand that stick. I don't see that stick before. Come with, walk around in that cold room with, in the midst of them lions uh, with red meat wrapped around your waist. You got a problem. It don't go that way. Separate the two. Beat them with their stick. And when it's time for the government to come, as a nation, as we use the other state. That's right. Let me bring on Brother L here. See what he wants. He got something to get on up in here with. And also, we have a question. Let me go to the phone lines. We got area code 708-708. You're on the air. Area code seven zero eight. Oh yeah, this Musa Massa yeah. L Bay. I was I had a question about uh, saying something about the UN uh, was saying that the United States should be turn, returning the land back to uh, to the Native Americans. Is they is they talking about uh, is they talking about the fake Indians or are they, or are they talking about us? You got that, bro? Oh, wow. um, well, I read the article, and um, of course, um, it could be um, for those who've been federalized or state recognized. But the thing is, is that um, us as being indigenous is something to wish that, just like what Brother Tahaka just talked about, you know, we're our government, we're our military. 
you know, or, you know, some type of structure. And that's what we have to do in order to, um, you know, we need organization, you know. So it can apply to us if we was all moving in that direction or we had enough people moving in that direction. Yes, no doubt about it. However, um, those so-called $5 Indians that's getting away with stealing your birthright and claiming being Native American, even though, as um, Nate mentioned earlier, really there's no such thing, but, of course, that's the title in which that they use um, in that article. You know, um, that's, that's basically it. You know, they're the ones getting away with the birthright um, death, and, you know, could it be another avenue, you know, in order to continue the birthright? They say turning the land back over, but then if, you know, you still have some damn near white, you know, so-called people, you know, um, you know, getting the land, you know, um, is it really being turned over? You see what I'm saying? So um, you definitely have to put something together quickly in order to do that. Because if you notice also, the article came out too, that United Nations is um, talking about giving, um, the United Nations is trying to um, make the United States give reparations for slavery. Yeah, I've I seen that too, but like, um, what, what's right. going on? Like, like, I've been watching the Moors movement, like, uh, for a while, and, uh, I've been, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people that want to join, you know, they want to become a more and everything, but, uh, it's a problem with, you know, a little confusion from Lord, from basically Lord Albert, from what I see. Well, they are really more. Yeah, I mean, I mean, why, 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 why everybody right. can't, you know, get, get structured and, uh, fall behind, you know, like the government do and pick one person, you know, to, uh, to uh, you know, to be a president or whatever you want to call it, or or you know something, you know what I'm saying? Like like far as somebody to represent or whatever you want to call them, and have people. Let me hold this a minute. Let me let me explain something to you. See, the first thing that you got to understand is your own self and your own people. We are the kind of people who respect manhood in every one of our circumstances and some of the greatest achievements that we ever made, we were looking at a man that broke the rules against everything we thought we believed in. We had uh, Martin Luther King. We had uh, Muhammad Ali. We had Malcolm X. We had Elijah Muhammad. All, All these rule breakers. Now, what we need to totally realize is we got to stop with the, okay, uh, something going to happen. You know, uh, if we do this little piece of paperwork and we do this, that, and the other, something going to happen. No, we're going back to individual achievement because what we are supposed to do as Moors is we are supposed to be creators. We are supposed to be, just like Blair told you, uh, a fourth dimension of consciousness and being creators and bringing into physical manifestation things on an individual plane. 
We didn't, you, you know what? Me and you, uh, we could have said anything we wanted to say about boxing until Muhammad Ali came and set the record straight and Jack Johnson. The, you got to get outside the box. We're talking about what is it that you think? What is it that you're going to take that you thought and bring it into physical manifestation? That's the way it's always been. We didn't know nothing about Malcolm X until he appeared on the scene. We didn't know nothing about no Martin Luther King until he appeared on the scene. We may not have agreed with everything they said, but one thing, certain, we sure had to get out their way because they weren't asking. They were patient, and they were coming on, and they went down to history outside the box. So if we can understand this equation, the Moors ain't got no problem. We're talking about standing to the plate, strike one, strike two, strike three, foul, ball, all that individual achievement. You got a brain on your shoulder. Your brain can produce something that nobody else on the planet can reduce or bring into existence. And this is the type of thinking that we're going to have to have. We got to start with this. Well, the United States, uh, uh, the, the, the UN said, this is man, look here. Let me tell you something. People that have been classified and branded, remember the brand I told you about, as white people, they're doing stuff for who? White people. They're definitely afraid of you. They know who the real man is. So what I'm trying to get the real man to do and step on us, hold on a minute. Let me hold it a minute. Let the bull out. Let me hit him upside the head. I guarantee you, I'll knock him to, you know what I, okay. That's that's all I want to, <laughs> and we get this kind of thing, then we all right. Are you there, bro? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but what I was trying to, you know, trying to see is how how can we get some type of organization and structure where, you know, that we can, uh, you know, like the situation in Flint. I feel like, you know, we should be able to have somebody, you know, a whole team of people for our scientists or whatever to go and fix Okay, well, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Where you at? Uh, I'm in I'm in uh, I'm in so-called you know in territory of Illinois Chicago in that area. Okay, well, uh, call us back when you done started something. Oh, when I when I <laughs> when I started something, I'm I'm trying I'm I'm working. You know, it's hard to work with people that don't want to work we with you. We don't want to hear none of that. Call us <laughs> back when you start something. Get them talents, put them to work because we ain't got them. You can, we can't do it like you do. You can create that? something that nobody else on earth can create. Well, brother. Right. One, also, yeah. brother uh, Master Musa, one of the ways in which that we was able to um, quell the ego of those who, um, of course, you know, coming up under one person, you know what I'm saying, that's probably not going to happen in this day and time because we've seen what happened to the um, previous um, brothers like, like Brother Taka say, Martin Luther King, uh, Mega Evers, um, Malcolm X, you know, El Hajj Malik El Shabazz, 
What happened to Marcus Garvey? What happened to Noble Drali? So just coming up on the one person, you know, right now we're in a time where there's going to be mini heads. And what we can do is that as these mini heads come out into the forefront is form alliances by way of treaties. That's how nations do it. You know, so we have to put right. up our, you know, our, you know, our um, group mentality beyond a society, beyond a organization to a national or, you know, to a na- national status. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we have to come to, you know. Right. So um, we have to understand that now we have to move towards nationality, a national status. And once yeah. groups begin to start, you know, coming together in that accord, we can come together as far as forming treaties so that we can say, oh, yeah, we're separate, but, yeah, we're together by way of treaty, and this is how we operate, you know. All right. And that's basically, that's basically already, you know, being done. United Washington has combined and connected with um, many different other organizations by way of treaties, with the Nuwabians, with the Yamases, with um, – um, the Moorish um, national government with, um, um, right, the, um, the consul with um, the Great Seal National Association of Moorish Affairs with, I mean, so we have treaties, you know, already, you know, between uh, many groups, you know, so we have come together in that accord, you know, so it is being done, but it can be more. It can definitely be more. All right. Right. You you have you absolutely the right. Um, but the only point that I was uh, trying to make, brother, is if we look back down through history and our story, we find one consistent thing. We just have a, a a habit of thinking that there was some magic going on. There was no magic going on. These babies came in, they did what they had to do, and they shaped and molded our experience until this day. So, we have to ask ourselves a question. What kind of paperwork did Geronimo read? Very none. What kind of paperwork did Genghis Khan read? Very none. What kind of paperwork did Tahaka read when he came over to help Hezekiah? Very none. So you mold and shape your destiny regardless of what indicators that you have to somebody else say is supposed to happen. You do what you got to do. Your job is to do as much good for as many people as you can possibly do. Be as strong and as powerful as you can possibly be. When the smoke clear, then you're all right. There is no blueprint that's put in place that will govern real men. It never has been. When you step up to the plate, it's time for individual achievement. When they gave the ball to Walter Payton, we was on the Walter Payton show. 
that's all I got to say about that. Because if you don't look at it that way, and you are looking for some type of guidepost, you'll never make it. Matthew Henson, when he was going up to the top of the world, when no guy pulled, you couldn't even see night or day. There was so much snow, but he stood on top of the world, and he picked a white boy up and carried him up there with him. When he went down to his room with the Caucasian, saying that he stood on top of the world, but uh, that man knew doggone well who, who discovered the world, and he had to carry it with him all the days of his life. Because Matthew Henson was the one that stood on top of the world, and no man since that day has ever done that. So it's been the same mechanics, same basic motorist apparenda throughout all our ancient story. Individual achievement, and let the chips fall where they may. There are no God, God posts. I don't give a poop about what somebody said in the media. I ain't got time to listen. I'm too busy making history. Indeed, indeed. Brother L, you have anything you want to add on? Uh, Yes. Uh, You were saying earlier about uh, nationality and birthright, uh, which is the number one, number one key, what the brother was talking about uh, uh, the brother from Chicago, uh, to uh, Illinois Republic. Yeah, he was uh, uh, wanted to uh, 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 find out what were they talking about, uh, what the UN was talking about, that they had to give reparations to the indigenous people. And uh, he was saying earlier that the so-called Indians, Native Americans, they by them being federalized and everything, they might give it to them. But the thing about that, they're federalized. We are not. So uh, they have to see FBI agents We talk to the Department of the State. So we are aboriginal indigenous people of this land, and the more of us and the more of us and the more of us will come to claim that right. But the problem is the problems are in numbers. Uh, there's not enough of us uh, following for, although the number is growing. It is growing and growing rapidly. But uh, I just hope someday uh, it would be more of us, enough of us that are nationalized and have our birthright intact to make this right. claim. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Brother L, I mean, actually, we've been given instructions um, the times that we have gone to the United Nations, we've talked to international lawyers, and they've told us that if we have a petition of over 10,000 um, people as a nation, they can begin to start doing something um, in that manner, um, as well as also um, being recognized allegedly by five to seven um, other nations. You know, um, You know, so we can do something on a larger scale than just being um, state-recognized or federally-recognized. Um, yeah. So we're talking about, um, you know, being recognized as a nation, you know. So, um, you know, this is just what was told to us 
at the United Nations. You know, of course, everything has to be mastered and and um, you know put in perspective and priori- and prioritized. So, you know, that's what needs to be done now. Yeah. Well, in order for you to recognize as a nation that certain criteria they may not have told you, the first thing you have to have is one family name. Okay, you you got to have that, and uh, you have to have a certain amount of individuals. But what I'm trying to get you to understand, there's something else in your way that they haven't told you. And that is the fact that the United States of America has never been without our slaves. And a real man, they ask him for freedom, justice, and equality in America. He's going to have to take it. That's the truth of the matter. That's the truth of the matter. That's just what it is. And and the more and more we see, the more we have our psychologists, sociologists, psychiatrists, and historians to come to that exact same conclusion. It's time for us to definitely wake up in order to understand that and put it in perspective. And like you said, prioritize um, our strategies and what we're going to do. Well, let's start uh, with the individual. Me personally, I'm a, I'm a professional with a high-powered rifle. Right. A lot of stuff I can tell you, but I can't I can't say it on the air. Right, I got you. But, uh, yeah, I know. People coming out of you. Vietnam come over here and leave out of this house and be like, God damn. Anyway. Right. <laughs> you know, I have to learn this and get this little stuff uh, 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 down and deal with on an individual basis. You ain't got to worry about uh, what's going to happen in the future because you got a wife, you got children, you got a mama, you got daddies, sisters, and brothers, and they don't want to hear nothing about no more. So all you got to protect all them. So you got to deal with that, and uh, when the time comes, it's going to come. If the prophet says it's going to come. But my question is, are you prepared? Are you ready? We got to stop with this. I'm waiting on the moon. No, no, you don't wait on nothing. You get you together. As soon as somebody said the word God, run in the house and look in the mirror. Sure, indeed. We all right. We have about 10 more minutes left before uh, we go off the air. Let me see if there's any other information in which that we need to deal with. Um, okay, well, we, have, we got a call. We got a call of 516. Call of 516 area code. You're on the air. What is going on? This is uh, Tracy from the day. Peace, brother. Uh, Peace, what is going on? Uh, uh, I, I, I've been, I, brother. I've been listening to you ever since you had panic on your show. Okay. So I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been, um, you know, when you had panic back in the days. So, yeah, I'm right, right. You need to, you need to, yeah, man. Yeah, you need, to, yeah, you need to bring this butt back on. I know. <laughs> tell me about it, but you know, he he puts some stuff out on, on YouTube every once in a while. So I, I'm subscribed to his uh, YouTube thing. Oh yeah. And for uh, the brother Tor Harker, is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, man. Yeah. Right. Hey, what's that? You know, I, you know, I spoke to you the other day, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you remember me? 
No. I, I, <laughs> I was the one caller on the I show. I talked to a you thousand people a day. <laughs> you had Sherry Taylor Jackson on the show. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Right. I, I was that one caller. <laughs> and me and her was chatting up. That, that I, I, I enjoyed talking to her. I was enjoyed talking to her. So um, what caught my attention yet on, on the title of the show, you got foreclosures that incredible and credit elimination. So is that something that you do, or what's the yeah? I, I missed a lot the uh, a bulk of the show, so I don't know if you had talked about well, it. Well, I, I put it this way. Yes, I do. And uh, first thing in the morning, uh, I'm gonna call Brother Aline, and he'll do the same thing. And because we got so many brothers and sisters in the, in the United States with this kind of problem. And uh, uh, but yes, that's that's what we we do, right? And Aline, you you doing it too? Aline, I'm here. Peace, peace. Oh hey, what's, yeah, I'm just asking. Uh, do you do you do this too, or you just you got our brother Tahaka on the show, you know, talking about it? I, I'm just you know, because I know we all, especially as more, we've heard about this, right? Right. But only right. well, I mean, that's what they're doing it. Well, brother, brother, we do a little bit um, 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 of it all, also. But you know, this is brother Tahawker's night, and um, so you know, um, he's on our show. He's been gracious enough to have me on his show, you know, several times, and so I have to return the favor. And um, this is what you know uh, we wanted to build on and talk about. And um, brother Tahawker, I mean, um, he's proficient at what he does. You know, right, and right. anyone who's proficient at what they do, you know, in this Moorish movement is what we recommend that you definitely check out, you know. So, yes, I've no dealt doubt. with mortgages. I've dealt with foreclosures. we dealt with um, child support. we dealt with um, credit card debt and student loans and, and tickets and things. But, um, you know, um, there's always more to learn, and that's the key. Right, you know, yeah. we're trying to get no as doubt, much no information. Doubt. We're trying to get as much information as possible, because we want to have this thing concrete and down pat to where not only can I use it, but you can use it. You know, others right. can use it and come. You know, not just for today, but for tomorrow. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Well, the path I'm on now is gathering this information and studying it. And forming study groups. So I, that you said that, that was the reason, that was the purpose of me asking. You know, do you, is this is what you do? And you know, we could talk more about it in the future. Because like I said, I'm um, I'm getting involved with online groups, and and I'm getting involved, and I've already started groups that are in my area. I'm in I'm in uh, New York, Long Island. So and this kind of information, just for the people that's listening. It's very good to have like a study group and people that you're studying this information with, because um, I might have information. I have a lot of information, but I would rather I would like other people to have to, to look at the stuff that I have and we compare notes because I'm going to miss some stuff that somebody else might get. So you know, I'm just building building with people and just not just more, but with, with with everybody. Um, and I was thinking, right. you know, and, and, I, you know when when that situation happened to Bobby Hamid, I you know I can't help but think like if he had this information, if they had been had it, 
had this information to help him. I mean, because brothers did come in and, and help him, but, you know, it would have been so much more if he would have had this information. As a matter of fact, I'm taking Tanik's teaching uh, and I'm using it to actually um, help me with this information. Because this information is a, it, this is another form of occult. And that's what Tanik, you know, teaches all sorts of forms of that. And this is no different than a lot of the cults that you know teaches that he teach. And I'm applying it to this money. Because this money with all the symbols that's involved and all the hypnotism that people um you know, how this got this the this whole money concept got people killing each other and stabbing each other in the back. There's a lot of occult stuff going on with this money as well. But you know, and ain't no money. Whether it's good or bad, huh? <laughs> ain't no money. I know. Well, that that's what makes it so. That's what it's, it, that's the that's the magic in it. That's the magic in it because there is no money. Exactly. And, and look how we acted. Look how we acted over something that's nothing. That that's a that is a big form of magic right then and there, right right there, right in our eyes that we are all experiencing for people that don't believe this stuff actually exists. And that and that that in itself is a cult. That's a that's a cult practices that we all are involved in that we don't even know that we're involved in. So mm-hmm. that's uh that that's what I learned from Panic and I'm applying to this. You know, that's another another perspective that, you know, people might want to explore. You know, looking at it looking at this money thing like it is. Because like you said, money doesn't even exist. No. Exactly. Exactly. So Well I gotta tell you I gotta tell you one more secret now. If you ever in a courtroom What's up? And a What's judge up? get up and he goes and say, I'll be right back, he goes out and then he comes back in and he don't put on another hat. You say the same stuff you said to make him run out in the first place. When he come mm-hmm. back in, just say, Well Yon, I'm glad you're back. Uh for the record, I'm here on special appearance and and so now you got to go back again. <laughs> it's a wonderful game. <laughs> you learn All right. how to play it. <laughs> it's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I uh, appreciate the work that y'all guys are pushing in. And I'm going to continue listening. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tap out with the next person uh, call in or, you know, y'all do y'all thing. All right, thank you. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Peace. Let me um, bring back on Brother L because he's been kind of quiet at night. I got to get him on here now. Come on, Brother L. Yeah, okay, that's been, I've been saying some things. That's right, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I've been joining the uh, the talk tonight. Yeah, brother, to, uh, to Hawk, I, I heard from you from another brother, uh, brother Amir. He told me uh, I turned, I listened to your show the other night, and you had uh, brother Elihu in Pleasant Bay on. Uh-oh. And uh, talking about the Moorish mm-hmm. government, you know, 
Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I listened to your show. But I will be listening to it more often because I really enjoyed it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, but uh, the thing about uh, about foreclosures, now your number is 904-303-9073? 9061. 9061, okay. So I want to get that right because I want to get us to some other brothers that have these kind of problems. Mm Mm-hmm. It don't. It don't and matter what you got. Matter, going you're gonna, you're gonna play that. You gonna play that commercial One game. more time. Our full oh. killer package not only comes along with the necessary documents that you need, but mm-hmm. also your very own personal coach to walk you through the process of saving your home. If you've been foreclosed on already, or if you've received documents stating that you'll be foreclosed on, or if you're already in the court. Fighting a foreclosure. Contact the Hawker Amana L. Bay, 904-303-9061. Also visit our website at www.newdebtelimination.com. Stop foreclosure on your property. Let's stop All this right. unlawful practice. Contact me, 904-303-9061, before 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace. All right, all right. So, any closing remarks within the last two minutes here, Brother Tahaka? Give us something special. Yeah. All right, well, all we got to do is remember one thing that um, there can be no president of the United States to a country, you can only be president of the United States Corporation. Exactly. And it, 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 we can we understand that more better if when Donald Trump get in there, we just snatch it to pill. You, he'd be president of Walmart. Because the corporation can't have no citizens. There are no citizens. But we got to stop acting like citizens to understand the, the game. The game deals with uh, the dead and the living. If we can just separate the two, anytime you get anything from anybody, anywhere, any kind of way, address the dead people in all capital letters, it's fun. It's, it's time to have some fun. But when it comes to mortgages, uh, don't mess with the money. Make sure you get the money. And uh, uh, so that's why we have the practices and stuff, um, student loan, child support, all right, we got a we got a, another question, um, brother Tahaka. I thought we was getting ready to, but this question is so good. We get we might have to last another five ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Let them in. Right. Right, me too. Let them in. <laughs> okay, the question is, brother Tahaka. What do you think mm-hmm. about the attorney from out of the prosecutor from out of New York, Aikisha Shabazz's statement towards the Moors on Sinetta? Um, I, I'm not familiar with that. I don't watch TV. But what did she say? Oh, um, uh, it was on Sinetta's TV, which is YouTube. Um, it was all over Facebook. Uh, I'm gonna have to send you since since you can't comment on it now. I'm gonna have to. You're probably gonna end up doing a whole damn show on it um, after I um, <laughs> send it to you. So. 
still tune in or lose, friend. All strategies apply mathematically. The information he drop is real powerful. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew with watch us all. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bringing it home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for God. No matter where you resign, large temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information. Peace.